Did you know that each episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast is recorded on video? You can access the video by clicking the episode notes on your podcast player. Scroll to the bottom of the notes and click on the video link. Or just visit the iCore YouTube channel. You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Ron Dull. Welcome, Ron. Thank you. Welcome. Glad to have you here, Ron. Ron, you have more than two decades of experience in CX, including experience with brands, BPOs, and also as a consultant. As founder and managing director of a CX consulting firm, you've worked with brands and BPOs, assisting them with their CX strategy, and that includes delivering CX from South Africa. So Ron, on this episode, let's discuss why South Africa is an emerging location for CX. But first, as always, let's begin with your introduction. Give us your CX career backstory and how you got to your current focus. Thanks, Bernie. And great to be here today. Uh, I started my focus on customer experience or CX within a few years out of graduate school. I was working for a global uh, consulting firm and systems integration firm. I was an engineer by training and I was helping companies design their voice and data networks. And in the 90s, quite a few companies were beginning to centralize and create uh, contact centers, centralized contact centers. And I was doing a lot of work in that, more technical in nature. But within a few years, I started expanding, working on CRM solutions, self-service solutions for those companies, and ultimately got more involved in CX and customer care strategy, operations, organization. and that led to uh, a really fulfilling career uh, consulting with companies on that, but I ultimately felt I wanted to get more hands-on. So I, I took a role with one of the very large customer care contact center outsourcing organizations, did work uh, globally, uh, ran operations, uh, worked and managed client relationships, sold, uh, took on a number of other functions, did that for a number of years. And then finally, sort of the entrepreneurial and a bug in the consulting knack that I had developed early in my career kicked in and I formed Lookout Advisors. And we are a boutique CX-focused consultancy, very experienced professionals focusing on CX transformation, contact center optimization for companies that have contact centers that service their own customers and consumers. And then we also work with companies that provide services, CX services like outsourcing firms and CX technology companies. Terrific. Great background, Ron. I love the fact that you got your fingernails dirty actually in operations, <laughs> you know, in contact center operations. That That's great. And that lends tremendously to your credentials. Thank you. Now, Ron, you are a champion for uh, CX delivery from South Africa. So let's talk about that. Wh why are you such a champion for South Africa for CX? Well, thank you for giving me the chance. I've worked all around the globe, and so I can speak and I have worked in virtually every geography. 
But South Africa is an exciting country and you caught me at a great time. I'm actually leaving in just two days to go to a conference and to visit a client in South Africa. So great timing. I started getting involved in South Africa several years ago with a client and also with the industry association there, uh, BAPESA, which represents the customer care and other outsourcing services industry. South Africa is unique in a few different ways. It's considered an offshore geography and has low cost, only modestly higher than very traditional, oftentimes more well-known offshore geographies, but very much uh, lower cost typically than nearshore Americas. South Africa is also very sophisticated and has a very stable business environment and infrastructure. The banking industry there is world-class, technology infrastructure, including fiber optic network connectivity east, west, and north is, is also world-class. It's easy to do business with. Uh, the government and the customer care and outsourcing industries have really collaborated to bring new jobs uh, to the country and to attract businesses and investors. Uh, the labor market is also very strong, a uh, population of over 60 million, yet unfortunately, good for the outsourcing industry and care, unemployment is over 30%, uh, particularly wow. with youth. And so there's a lot of demand for jobs. It's straightforward to attract and get the right talent and to retain them. Uh, it's estimated over 250,000 people in South Africa work in the customer care and outsourcing industry, but there's a large headroom for growth. It's not uh, a saturated uh, industry by any means uh, in South Africa, a lot of opportunity for growth. Education is very strong, both primary, high school, university, but also a number of trade schools uh, and two-year universities that uh, bring along uh, talent. There's three very large metropolitan areas in South Africa. So the population is very well distributed, Johannesburg, Durban, Cape Town, but there's a number of second and third tier cities. One of the last things to really highlight are the just strong language capabilities in South Africa. It really sets it apart. Native English language, uh, English is the native language of millions of South Africans, and it's really the primary language of education and business. Uh, the South African accent is a strength, uh, not a weakness. It's sort of a British accent. Uh, yep. Most most customers find it very appealing and enjoyable to talk to, sort of like a, a, a U.S. consumer might be hearing a Caribbean accent. Uh, yep. It has that British uh, and, and a soothing feel to it. Yeah. And, and another positive is availability of other languages. Because of the heavy European influence in South Africa and really the whole of the African continent, uh, there's wide availability of French, German, Dutch, Portuguese, and other languages. Uh, one of my clients uh, supports, for example, uh, Canadian French and French for France and Belgium uh, from South Africa and does that quite well. There's a number of expatriates uh, from Europe uh, that live and work in Europe. Uh, but more importantly, uh, with South Africa as a hub for the rest of Africa because of its stability and opportunities. And, and when you look at the map and the countries there, a number of other European languages are spoken in the surrounding countries and South Africa attracts uh, those individuals. At iCore, we love being accessible to your customers when and where they want. Seamless and easy, the way CX should be. Discover why top brands trust iCore for their omni-channel support. Smile with iCore. Learn more at iCore.com. Okay, that is a terrific summary of the why 
you're such a champion for South Africa. Why is South Africa a, a great place for CX delivery? Let's talk a little bit about what you've seen in recent years on the how. How has it been evolving? How has how has South Africa actually been evolving as a place for CX delivery? What have you been experiencing among brands and outsourcing companies in South Africa? Yeah, thank you. South Africa has been a well-established outsourcing destination for 15 to 20 years, but admittedly, historically, primarily for the European market, uh, and, uh, and, and in part, uh, great connectivity to the UK, uh, to uh, the Netherlands and to Germany. So there was a lot of heritage and a lot of support uh, for the European uh, market. I began to see over 10 years ago now, though, uh, U.S. companies really becoming attracted uh, to South Africa. And I'd say over the last five or, or more years, uh, you've really seen uh, the industry there take off uh, in support of the uh, U.S. market and other global markets, for example, Australia. Uh, is also a big uh, uh, really? user of of South Africa in terms okay. of customer care. And then uh, just last year, for example, South Africa became uh, was by a, a well-known industry analyst was was uh, named as the t- top number one outsourcing destination for English language customer care services. You see quite a diverse set of companies there. Uh, there's a handful of companies major U.S. global companies that have set up their own in-house captive operations. Not many. Most use outsourcing firms there. And you see a real balance of both native South Africa, South Africa-owned outsourcing firms, some very large with multiple locations and locations across the continent, uh, and then others that have two or three and are boutique operations, two or three locations and boutique operations within uh, South Africa. And then you see some of the very largest global players also having a presence in, in South Africa. And uh, we're only seeing it uh, continue to grow. And uh, the, for example, the conference I'm attending this week is all about, you know, continuing to attract uh, new investors, new companies, new outsourcers to South Africa. Have you seen any consistency among the industries that are outsourcing or setting up shop in South Africa, or is it just cross industry? It, it really is cross-industry. Uh, there's a lot of strength uh, in financial services. The financial services industry is very mature in South Africa. Travel, uh, South Africa is one of the major travel and tourist destinations of Africa. So there's a lot of talent in that industry and a lot of capability to support travel companies. Retail, it's very much a consumer-driven uh, society and culture. So it's really easy to support uh, global and U.S. Uh, and European retailers uh, from South Africa. There's really not, uh, and I was just talking the other day to a company that's serving uh, the utility industry from South Africa. So I haven't seen uh, many uh, industries be excluded from there. Okay. So when a company is looking to set up shop uh, in South Africa to deliver CX, what are their options? What should they be considering? And also, how do you and your partners at Lookout Advisors, how can you help them? Thank you. Good question. First is, you know, thinking strategically, as much as I'm a fan and my firm is a fan of South Africa, it's not going to be the right fit for every situation in every company. So first, 
uh, thinking through and assessing, is it the right fit? Is it where you want to serve your customers from? And that's something we're very good at in terms of understanding uh, South Africa, but we also have a balanced view because we've worked uh, in, again, as I said, virtually every geography in the in the world. Uh, so assessing, is it a good fit? If it is a good fit, uh, then one of the next questions to ask is, do you build or buy or, or better yet, uh, or better said partner? Uh, there are companies, major Fortune 500 companies that have set up their own operations uh, to serve their own customers. More typically, though, uh, both companies that want to service their customers from South Africa or other outsourcers will first look to probably partner in South Africa with an existing outsourcing firm that operates there. And again, the choices are quite uh, varied, uh, a number of local uh, and regional players as well as global players. And we've, uh, my firm has helped uh, a handful of clients uh, assess the marketplace, identify the right strategy uh, for buy versus partner, uh, identify the right partners, help sort of vet those out, identify who's a good fit, identify what geography uh, in what cities uh, to best operate in. There are strengths and weaknesses of the three metropolitan areas. And uh, many companies are considering impact sourcing uh, and, and how that might factor into that. Can you, can you elaborate on what, what do you mean by impact sourcing? Yeah, impact sourcing is the concept that you're not just bringing as uh, opening up a contact center, for example, you're not just employing one person and, and paying them a very competitive wage and a fulfilling career, but you're having a broader impact beyond just those direct employees. You're impacting their family, the communities. Uh, and impact sourcing is all about uh, where you can identify situations and pockets uh, where you can have that kind of broader impact. Uh, one of my clients is investing in a small rural city outside of the well-renowned Kruger National Park, uh, which is in the Northeast of South Africa, fairly rural area, still some sizable population centers that could be well-suited, very educated uh, populations, strong English language, but they don't have necessarily the infrastructure, the career and job opportunities, and opening a location there creates that. And we're even seeing that with the infrastructure. Uh, this particular uh, city that uh, we're opening up in, or my client is opening up in, hadn't had fiber uh, in the city center uh, previously. Now, because of this new contact center, they're going to have fiber connectivity into the into the city, and that's going to create whole new bandwidth and just yeah. accessibility opportunities for the entire community, not right. just the, not just the workers in the contact center. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of other examples, but again, that impact sourcing is how to have a bigger impact and and yeah. and, and a broad impact. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ron, I'm sure we can uh, go on uh, into more detail and you probably have a, a plane to catch to South Africa soon. So <laughs> um, I want to just go to our last question here. And, and I think you know that it's customary here on the Digitally Irresistible podcast to ask each of our guests, when you're not working, Ron, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, family, having a large extended family, and I have four kids, just one at home, and the other three are all over the country. So uh, we spend a lot of time with them and chasing them down. Despite having had careers and jobs that require me to travel around the U.S. and the globe, I still enjoy that incredibly. Uh, not as much, obviously, of late, but looking forward to uh, select uh, uh, additional travel. And 
Occasionally, I still get a run in. Occasionally, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's only occasional, I don't know if that's fun because maybe it's a little <laughs> on the painful side. <laughs> I have that too. Well, Ron, I, I want to thank you for taking time out of your hectic schedule. I know that you and your team at Lookout Advisors have a lot going on. You mentioned that you're leaving for another, yet another trip to South Africa here soon. And just want to thank you for sharing your vast CX experience, your experience and expertise on the, on the South African market for CX delivery. Very insightful, very helpful. And just want to thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. Thank you so much, Bernie. I enjoyed being here. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.